Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love. How can you make faith and fitness, you know, more of a, of a together thing, not a separate thing? That's part of the faith of being a Catholic dad, too, is being able to be ready, being able to be there, being able to help the neighbor that needs to lift his couch out of his truck. You know, the body, our body is a temple, a temple of the Holy Spirit, and how do you treat your body? back to the Catholic Dads podcast and uh, thanks for listening in. Yeah, this is Chad and this is Jeff. And we're we're here on a um, on a muggy September morn, mm-hmm. early September, Kingwood, yeah. Texas. Playing with us a little bit. It felt like there might have been just the tiniest hint of what could be coming yesterday afternoon when I was walking out of the office. It wasn't crazy hot, but it was still muggy, so Starting to get that fall itch. This is the time, right? Uh, and it's a so it's a year since Harvey, yep. and and so all of my Facebook is popping up as these uh, you know Harvey memories, and I'm remembering that after Harvey came and we had the house gutted and we were letting it you know quote unquote dry out. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a I don't want to call it a cold front come through, but it, like the humidity was like zero humidity yep. or whatever for, for Kingwood. It, was, it might as well have been zero. So uh, we had all the, the windows open because right. they were like, that's, you know, you know obviously going to help dry things out with a little humidity. And I'm thinking, well, that was a year ago, so uh, maybe we should be getting something here soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Right yep. But, um, yeah, so hey, you were just talking about Fullness of Truth, and yeah. um, we went to the Fullness of Truth conference. It's very, I mean, if anybody has ever heard of the Fullness of Truth Ministries, uh, Catholic apologetics, they bring in some high name, you know, big name apologists yeah. to, um, to come in. Uh, Tim Staples was kind of like the headliner wow, that's awesome. of, of this one. And, uh, but it's at the Hyatt Hill Country Resort, which mm-hmm. is just beautiful. And we went, Evan was there, so he came down from yeah. college and, and uh, just the gang was all together. I do have to say that there was a little bit of like this melancholy in the, in the, in the air because it's just not the same, you know, the, the old crew is, while they're still there, it's just different. You know, all right. the older kids are in college now, and they were just coming to visit. Yeah. And uh, it was, 
it was still a blast. Right. We still had fun, you know, especially the younger kids there. Yeah. Just want to be in the water the whole time. Uh, nice weather. It didn't rain on us. Like, I think the last time we went, which obviously wasn't last year, but the year before, yeah. it rained on us. So that was a, a bummer. Yeah. So nice weather this time. And we just, we enjoyed it. What about y'all? What did, what did y'all do around the, so, that time and yeah. uh, Labor Day weekend? So Labor Day weekend was busy, busy with uh, scout fundraising stuff. Um, so we did the Cub Scout popcorn and do the, uh, the flag program here in Kingwood, which is really cool. You get up early and, you know, put flags out in everybody's front yards that have subscribed. And then when you get home, that's, it's a really neat deal. It's, it, I really like that it gets the boys up early because it's always a drag right and, and even as a, an adult you feel like it's a drag to get up before the sun gets up and it's something you know when you're getting up to work you're used to or whatever but on a, on a holiday mm-hmm. morning like what am I doing getting up at five in the morning right and you kind of stumble out of the house and you know whatever sometimes it's muggy sometimes like it's Sunday we were or um, Labor Day we were, we were just gonna get dumped on because the rains were around um, so I woke up said a quick prayer you know let's get the flags out before the rain comes Rain stopped, got the flags out, rain came down like gangbusters. Um, we always meet at the McDonald's at North Park after we're done because there's a crew of us in the middle parents neighborhood that does it. And, uh, but when you're driving home, you know, you, you, you typically, you turn down the street and, you, you know, we don't see our street because it's in the dark, yeah. right? So after we're all done and the sun comes up and McDonald's while we're eating, that's when you're driving back to the neighborhood and you get to see your, your oh, hard nice. work, right? You get to see the hard work that you put in. And that's just so good for the boys to see that. You know, tangible thing, and it looks awesome. I mean, there are 10-foot flagpoles. There's, I don't know what the count is, 18 or so houses just on our cul-de-sac that have them. You know, so you turn down that street, and there's just all these flags just waving, and the sun's up, and it's just a neat, yeah. a neat like, neat feeling, neat accomplishment. It looks really, really good. Um, you know, and, and everybody's really grateful. As far as fundraisers go, you know, I know every group seems like everywhere is asking for money these days, but... I mean, that's a good one because, you know, the neighborhood's there, it's visible, you know, you're really honoring our country and yeah. doing it during a holiday and, and it's a, it is, it's a sacrifice, right? We, you know, Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, we look at that and go, well, you know, three-day weekend, but maybe we have to take the barbecue in around flags, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it is a little bit of a sacrifice as well. So, so y'all do those from, from Memorial Day mm-hmm. to Labor Day. Right. So there's four days, it's Memorial Day weekend, or it's Memorial Day July 4th, Flag Day, and then Labor Day. Because they, they have to do it while the kids are out of school. Um, yeah. Obviously, because we have to get up early. So Veterans Day would be a great one, you know, in November. But logistically, the kids are in school, and how would you do it, and all that kind of stuff. So Labor Day is the end of the season, which, you know, I was grateful for having to put the flags away Saturday yeah. and Monday night as well. And um, But it's fun. It's a good it's a good thing. And it's we've got it mapped out pretty well now. We've been doing it for three years, so we're kind of old hat. And then... My younger son is going to start, of course, next year, so we'll have two, two of them doing it, and we'll see what what we do. The uh, the family that has the big pickup truck that helps us out is leaving. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was joking with her. I was like, I have to go buy it. Like, uh, <laughs> I need a two-done flatbed to distribute all these flags if they're not around. So we'll see how that works. We'll, um, one of the dads has a trailer. may end up you know, using his trailer, and, and we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick up a new family or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I'm sure it'll all work out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It'll work out. Yeah. 160 flags doesn't fit in the back of the Honda Odyssey. So. No. Maybe it'll work right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's funny. No, um, I thought we'd talk about today, like um, a couple weeks ago, 
uh, Jeff, you had said something to the effect of uh, if you're if you're exercising, you're not praying. And me and my classic non-confrontational, uh, you know, conflict avoidance um, personality that I am, I didn't challenge you on it. I promise to challenge you more often sure. in the uh, podcast. Bring argument made really good. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree that you actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought we could talk about maybe, because we, we do reference faith and fitness a lot mm-hmm. on the podcast, and it's been a part of my journey, and I'm sure it's part of your journey as well. So I thought we could maybe talk about that. Sure. Like how, can you, how can you make faith and fitness you know, more of a, of a together thing, not a separate thing? Because mm-hmm. some people might have that mentality of, right. well, I can't, if I, if I wake up early to exercise, I'm not going to be praying, so i got to choose one or the other. And, um, you know, just thought maybe we could kick that around. So, yeah, so if we go back to the context of that conversation, no, no, I think the... Uh, you just said it. You said, you know, if you're waking up, if you're working out, you're not praying. So, and I, so I think the context was all about how we spend our time as Catholic dads, right? <laughs> and so we were talking about, you know, if, you're, if you decide to work out in the morning, right, that's going to be... A, a, it's an opportunity to cost everything you do. That's not going to be a morning you're going to go sit in adoration for an hour. So, you know, as a Catholic dad, if you want... An hour of weekly adoration. That hour is something that you're not going to be doing, right? You're either not going to be with your wife. You're after the kids go to bed. You're not going to be with your kids. You know, when they're home from school, it's going to be over your lunch hour. So you're not going to be doing work. Hopefully, not during your lunch hour or other or things. Eating like, lunch. Or eating lunch or whatever, right? So, that, <laughs> so my, at least in my experience, I'm just talking to myself. Let's. You know, there's a, you know, opportunity cost is just an economic term, which means that you're, you know, it's the cost of not doing the other stuff because you're doing something. So if I decide to wake up every morning at, at 5.30, go straight into the office and work nonstop because I need to get ahead, the opportunity cost for that might be my health, it might be my family, it might be whatever, right? Um, and so that was the context. So, you know, I may have misspoke that if you're working out, you're not praying. I think what I meant really in that context was if, if you choose to work out over lunch, Right, but there's a, a let's say there's a daily mass over mm-hmm. lunch, right? Which there is downtown, which I've gone to a couple times, right? But I make the, the conscious choice that I'm gonna work out today, rather than adjusting my schedule so I can go to mass. You know, the, the daily mass isn't a holy day of obligation, but I'm still making that choice. So yeah. I can still pray while I work out, you know, or I could listen to you know podcasts. I could work, listen to you know faith music. You know, uh, there's all these other things that you can do to mix in, but you know, I'm choosing to work out. I'm not choosing to go to adoration. I'm choosing to work out. I'm not going to mass. I'm choosing to work out. I'm not, you know, working through my lunch hour to further my career. That was kind of the context of what I was going uh, for. Yeah. But you still said that because you're exercising, you're not praying. Fair enough. And that got me thinking yep. of, well, that's not really true because you can pray and exercise. And in fact, you know, part of my, part of my journey on, on the, just the whole fitness journey was the realization that, when I run, when I go for a run, it's like running equals prayer to me almost because it's like, and we, I think we talked about like, you know, are you listening, what are you listening to and the things that are in your, uh, on your playlist and, and how that can really affect uh, your mentality. It can like, you know, if it's like really pump you up kind of music, it right. gets you, gets you kind of going, gets those, those, gets the feels going, you know, and you get the, you know, push through this maybe a, a brutal day like yesterday was just absolutely brutal. But um, at the same time, like you can really have, um, you know, even though music is playing, this is me personally, I, I just think about so much stuff 
while I'm while I'm running, mm-hmm. and the faith is obviously a, a big one that comes up. And a lot of times it's because of the circumstances that are out on the road when I'm running. So I'll just talk about running just for a little bit. But like, so um, one day I can recall I was running and I was facing the wind. So it was in the spring. So in the spring, you got some, some breezes that are sometimes against you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what I noticed was when I would turn a certain way, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel the breeze at all. Yeah. And, uh, and it's the spring, but it's still hot, you know, yeah. so you're like, you're, you're like welcoming those breezes when you feel them. And, um, when I would turn another way, I would feel it. Yep. And then you would turn another way. Um, and not only are you feeling it, but it's pushing against you. Yep. And I just started pondering. I'm like, you know, it's almost like when you are going with, going with God, mm-hmm. when you're going in the same direction that God wants you to go in. You know, sometimes, you know, again, I'll speak for myself. I don't feel, quote unquote, <laughs> I don't feel that God is right there, yeah. you know, with me. Right. Necessarily. Right. Um, and it's like while I'm running, it's like you're going with, you're going with the breeze. Right. You know, you're going in the direction, plus like in the, the analogy of the faith, you're going in the direction that God wants you to go. The minute that you start to, Waver, so now you make the turn. Mm-hmm. So you no longer got the breeze at your back. Now it's kind of coming at you at the side. So you're kind of getting, you know, for the analogy, right. kind of getting off course. You start feeling stuff. Right. You start feeling, okay, there's something there. And and again, when you start wavering from the course that God wants you to be on, so for me again, I feel I start to feel, you know, hmm, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe mm-hmm. I should be focusing on something else. And then the opposite is like, because when I run, I run on a loop. So that's, this is why I can have this conversation with myself while I run. And so when I'm coming back up and now the breeze is like against me. And so it's like, if you're running directly against God, you're going to know it. You know, so I was, that was just one way that I was just thinking that while I exercise, like these are the things that come into my mind Mm -hmm. while I'm running. And yeah, I'm listening to some other music generally. I, I, I do have a couple of Christian run and workout playlists, but for the most part, it's secular rock yeah. music. But those thoughts just permeate my mind, and I just ponder those things mm-hmm. while I'm running. And it's like, you know, running can and does for me, you know, equal prayer. Right. What about you? So, so two things quickly. So we, I don't know if you have you ever taken a hop with air balloon ride. Well, Mary and I took our mm-hmm. running room around. We did a road trip and had all kinds of crazy things that we did. One of them was a hot air balloon ride, like way back in the day. It was like a champagne brunch kind of deal. Oh, nice. and it, and it was that experience even more so because the way the balloons move is the, the pilots have to find where the air is moving in the direction they want to go. So you, you get up in the atmosphere and he's like, oh, well, we want to go over that way. And you know, you fill up the balloon and you go up a little bit higher. That freaks me out. And you feel, about it. it was pretty crazy. You feel the, the breeze on you momentarily, right? Because the balloon's going to come up and then it starts moving with the air. Mm-hmm. And as it speeds up and matches the, the um, speed, you don't notice it anymore. Yeah. It was really a, a very surreal feeling because you, you did. You'd feel this wind in your face and then it would just like disappear and it would just go away. You're like, where'd the wind go? <laughs> <laughs> it's still blowing. You're just moving with it. Yeah. You know? um, so the same exact analogy. And I have our little loop at, at the office. I've had that too. Where you go around that corner and it's just, yeah. it's brutal when, you know, and, and it is, it's striking when you start running into the wind, how much effort, energy, it's like running uphill if the wind's blowing really hard. And then on the other side of that loop, it's like running downhill, you know, when you just, you, that wind's at your back, 
they don't, for whatever reason, you don't seem to notice the wind at your back helping you along as much as, exactly. you know, running forward. So there's an analogy there too. Um, I would say like more generally the, you know, pray without ceasing idea matched with, again, just for me, this idea that prayer needs to be this monastic ideal, you know, quiet room on your knees, you know, maybe dim lighting, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, I've always had a, a rub between those two ideals. So for me, like, that's the ideal. Like, if I'm going to pray, I want to be at the kitchen table. I want it to be quiet, no TV, um, you know. I might use my phone to read some scripture. I might yeah. do whatever, right? I pray novenas as soon as I wake up in the morning, you know, when it's quiet and that sort of thing. I've tried to do the pray the rosary, like, driving in uh, to work. I just can't do it. It's distracting. And, and I feel like when I'm doing something like that, I'm not giving God everything that I should be doing during that prayer time. So I've always kind of rubbed that too. So I, I completely see what you're saying where, you know, you're, you're running and exercising as a time for you to commune with God and have those thoughts with God and talk to God. And that's all prayer. I mean, that is, that's prayer. Yeah. That's a quiet time with you in prayer with God. And I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm just, for me, I have this like, ideal sort of yeah. naive kind of, you know, whatever that, that rubs against that. So while well, I'll maybe listen to a Catholic podcast in the car or, you know, I'll, I'll, for a while um, after the after retreat, I play the divine mercy, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, prayer, um, like just on like we got those CDs or whatever, mm-hmm. just like that playing in the background with the radio. Right. But for me, that doesn't, that doesn't feel like prayer, quote, prayer, prayer, right. It's like, it's prayer, but it's like not prayer, prayer or something. Right. So, any thoughts on that in terms of well, I mean, those two dynamics, right? Like there's a, there, is a, there is a scripture that says something like all prayer is efficacious or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's like regardless of how small, and, and, I will, and I will dare say regardless of how distracted you are. So mm-hmm. I might be like saying heresy here, but um, I think when I pray, when I pray the rosary on the way to work and I catch myself that I'm not focusing on the mystery mm-hmm. because I'm thinking about work because I'm on my way to work or I'm thinking about this thing that might just have happened or just thinking about, you know, Evan out in the, in the, in college or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. What I, I used to be like, Oh man, you know, let me, let me go back and re, redo, redo that, that mystery. Yeah. But now what I do is I recognize that those are things that are on my heart. So if I'm if I'm sitting around praying, so like every night whenever we pray, we we list our intentions and who we're praying for, what we're praying for, what we're thanking God for, and um, it's very similar to that. It's like this is me, and this is my heart, yep. and these are the things that are on my heart so much so that you know I am pondering them at the same time while I'm praying the rosary here. Right. So I've been less of of a you know let me go back in. And, and redo that that rosary. Now, yeah, I try to rein in my my focus to at least say, okay, you know, what mystery am I on, right. and you know, and all that. But um, I do feel that it's that it's okay to be distracted because for me, it's like I'm bringing those distractions before Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing those to say, you know, this is way heavy on my heart today. You know, I've, I've been thinking about it for you know twenty miles, right. <laughs> you know? and um, you know, you know, help me out with these things and, and help me, you know guide me what can I do you know, give me wisdom you know you know, pray for the Holy Spirit for wisdom and things like that so I think it's I think it's okay I think it's okay to, to be distracted because you know we're human we're not angels um, we we don't you know especially as a Catholic dad we've got 
families and, right. and, and um, responsibilities, and sometimes we can't find that time to get to the kitchen table or to get to adoration, which those are awesome. Right. I love it. But um, you don't necessarily, I don't think you have to have that. No, and I think that's the right, the, the right direction that you're taking because you're, you're not using it as a time to, to sort of double dip. Right, and that's the other part yeah. that you need to be it's all about careful about. Right, it's all about your intention. So, you know, for you know, it, and again, for me, it, sometimes it feels like I'm just trying to fit it in. And we've talked about that before too. Yeah. Right, it's okay to fit it in if that's all you can do. Um, but if you're doing it to like check the box or do two things at a time, it's like, well, I'm not. You know, I could go to mass today, but I'm going to work out and I'm just I'll pray while I'm working out. Right, then I, I would say working out in the gym is a little bit harder than running because running can be that very focused. There's a very methodical. You know, I could, you know, I could totally see that when you're lifting weights or like some of the stuff that I do where I'm, you know, doing a lot of circuit training, lots of movement and that sort of thing, it, that you're more focused on what you're doing. It's harder to stay kind of in that, you know, contemplative zone. Um, I do a lot of rowing on the row machine and, and it's the same thing. I mean, you can get, it takes 20 minutes on the row machine and you can, you can let those, yeah. your mind kind of wander and that sort of thing too. Um, but I think that that's one of the, you know, make sure that, you know, we're praying still remembering the reason behind our prayer and if you're doing the rosary on the way to work to set your day up to to make it part of your faith life to stay connected to the Holy Spirit of course all that is awesome enough to say that but if you're doing it because you're like oh man there's no other time of day I could possibly do this and I'm just going to try to check the box well don't, don't, don't pray I to think, check the box I think it's okay right? I think it's okay I'm going to disagree with you oh there you go I think it's there's okay I mean it's like if you've if that's the only time you have you know, what's wrong with doing it? And, and I mean, and, and I think that God works everything for his good. So even if you start off by praying the rosary to say, I'm just going to check the box out, right. you know, which I don't know why anybody would do this, but like, let's just say, for example, um, you said, oh, I'm going to, well, I promised so-and-so that I would say, I would say a prayer for him and, you know, I didn't do it. I'm, I'm just going to, right. where am I going? I'm going to fit a rosary. I told him I'd pray a rosary. I'm going to pray this rosary. Sure. You know? Or, or even if it's something even sillier than that, you know, I don't know what the circumstance would be. And you're like, well, I'll just do it on the way to work because mm-hmm. whatever. You know, God will find a way. I mean, if you're praying the rosary, I don't care how bad it is, mm-hmm. you're doing good, brother. I am just saying that that God will, you know, if your intention isn't as pure as it needs to be or whatever, but you're praying the rosary, guess what? You're on your way. Right. And I really believe that it's better to do that than to not do it at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're going to... You know, that to just to back it up and to say what's the what's the alternative? Yeah. You know, well, I don't want to just check the box, so I won't pray the rosary. You know, right? Okay, so what are you going to do on the way to work? I mean, even if it's like listening to a, a Catholic podcast, I mean, that's good. You're learning about your faith. You know, or depending on what the topic is, um, you know, maybe they're not listening to this podcast, <laughs> but you know, it's it's good if you're praying. Mm-hmm. So I think that that just do it. You know, I, I hate to endorse Nike at the moment, but mm-hmm. you know, just just do it. Just just say the prayer. You know, if you if you feel like you're just fitting it in on the on the way, but I want to bring it. So I, I don't want to yeah, yeah. give you not an opportunity to answer, but we're kind of getting off the topic of faith and, and exercise, sure. um, or I should say, faith and exercise. Um, but you had mentioned that, that that when you're in the gym, it might be harder, and it and it can be harder. But I, this is something that I discovered on a um, I don't know who's blog it was on but when you're lifting weights mm-hmm. 
Um, instead of counting, you know, your reps, you count father, son, spirit, Mary, Joseph. So that's five. Right. And, you know, if you're doing uh, however many reps, you just father, son, spirit, Mary, Joseph, father, son, spirit, Mary, Joseph. And right. I'm telling you, um, I've done it. I've done it um, nice. many, many times where I just forget about that and I'm lifting and it's hard. And I'm like, why am I not praying right now? Mm-hmm. And whenever you lift, when you're saying the father, son, spirit, Mary, Joseph, you can, I, I don't know, maybe it's just mental, right? Uh, maybe it is some kind of grace, but it, it feels like you can get through it. E- not to say easier, it's, yeah. it's always hard, but, um, you know, it's like you can eke out that last rep when you're saying, Joseph! <laughs> or, you know, whichever one you're ending on, you know? Right. <laughs> so it's like, it just, there's something to it. I don't, it is just, um, I can't really explain it other than, I believe that you're focusing on, you know, I am doing something physical at the same time. I am calling to mind God and his family, the yeah. family. And uh, there's something beautiful about yeah. that. So I, I really like to, to incorporate that whenever I'm in the gym lifting. Yeah, that's a cool. Uh, I hadn't heard that. The I think it goes to where you keep your mental focus overall. Is it, you know, sort of like we talked about power prayers and that sort of thing, but... You know, if you're doing reps, if you had some way that you were tying that exercise back to the faith, you're tying it back to, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Matthew, you know, yeah. what, you know, some whatever. It just, yeah. you know, it, it keeps your focus, um, you know, just like a rosary does. It, it just keeps, it's a mental practice that keeps you focused to, for that time period. Yeah. And so it, it, it extends, it's similar to that, right? You're kind of doing a, you've got a repetitive you know, sequence of events, you're keeping, you know, tying each one of those uh, events to something related to the faith and keeping that mental focus. That, yeah. Because the other, the other side of exercising is that your mind's going to wander, right? You might as well make sure, just like you're doing the rosary, you know, if you're running, if you're exercising, you bring yourself back to that focus. So, you know, using the exact same rosary analogy, you're praying the mystery and your mind goes wandering off to work or whatever, you can be in the gym and your mind can go wandering off to sports or you know, whatever it is, right? And, and this is a practice that brings you back to that um, and allows you to stay that, you know, mental clarity is important when you're exercising. If you're, if you're trying to do heavy weights and, and that's the, you know, the powerlifting, that sort of thing that, you, that uh, your exercise mode or your choice, you know, it's the, there's a huge mental component to that um, to make sure that you keep your form and everything else. Yeah. That's a great way to it's cool. hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be bad. That's cool. I remember that. Yeah. Um, that's really all I had to say about, you know, faith and fitness. It's like, I think it's tied together. I see it in my life. I, um, you know, I've experienced it. So I, I, I just would encourage, you know, folks that are out there, you know, Catholic dads out there. One of the things that we're called to do is to, you know, the body, our body's a temple, a temple of the Holy Spirit. And how do you treat your body? Um, so that's one of the things that we, we should do. I mean, I, I know that I personally am probably... Not, not to say probably. I know that, that the reasons that I want to be healthy are not as pure as that. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I want to lose my gut. I want to just be in shape. You know, I, I, I do want to look good in pictures. You know? So it's like, I know it's, those are bad and are maybe not bad, but not the most pure of intention. But at the same time, when you're doing those things, you are, you know, making your body healthy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're making sure that you eat the right things and, and exercise your body and, uh, which is what we're called to do. So I, I do pray that, that my my reason, my why, becomes less vain and selfish. <laughs> I think the, uh, you know, it, you know, phrase this 
maybe a little bit carefully just to be sensitive, but, you know, the, the more in shape you are, the stronger you are, you know, the healthier you are, the more you can give, you know, because because all of the, uh, there's health problems that come at some point related to that, right? Yeah. Whether it's a bad knee or a bad hip or just, you know, not having enough energy to, to do what you need to do for your family or for your, own yeah. your faith, you know exercising the time you put in to exercising the energy you put into exercising you get back so much you know higher fold in all of your energy levels and everything that you can do and so you know that's part of the faith of being a catholic dad too is being able to be ready being able to be there being able to help the neighbor that needs to lift his couch out of his truck you know all of these things are, are a great way for us to be catholic dads and, and i think it is a component of the faith yeah. to go to the exercise in faith it should be part of our faith life that would say, yeah, you know, God has made us men to do menly things, right? Manly things. And to do that, we need to be strong and we need to be in yeah. shape. And, you know, we might need to be able to run a mile if we need to, you know, the car breaks down in the middle of a bad situation and we need to get to a gas station. Yeah, you know what? You need to be able to move. You need to be able to do these things. And, and it's important, yeah. right? Yeah, it's interesting also that we're talking about this at the, um, you know, around the anniversary of yeah. the Harvey uh, demolition now, right? Because of the, what we were doing last year. And I was thinking about this because, um, and I actually posted it on my, on the 2.0 page, mm-hmm. you know, how many months ago it was, but I'll just repeat it here. And that is that, you know, my goal, like I just mentioned, is is less of a, I will say it's not very noble. You know, it's mm-hmm. a vanity goal. It's, not, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's my goal to lose weight and to get in shape was mainly for selfish personal reasons. And um, when Harvey hit, you know, we, we were moving couches upstairs. We were going to neighbors' houses, helping them move furniture upstairs, moving pianos, moving, you know, mm-hmm. very heavy stuff. When the demolition came, it was like heavy, heavy work, you know, that you're basically a demolition crew and you're hauling things out. And it's a lot of physical activity. Yep. And, and during those times, you need to be strong. I didn't need to be 220 pounds. I needed to be strong. And because I was working out, and exercising, I was strong. Right. Yeah, I hadn't re- reached my goal yet, but I was strong. Yep. yep. So I was able to do all those things. That's right. And um, you know, whenever we were, you know, in the downtime in the uh, in the rent house, I can remember we were. Um, I was out running, passing routes with Evan. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like if I wasn't running, I would not be able to do that stuff. You know, so it's like, although I have these selfish reasons to exercise, you know the benefit of having the, the cardiovascular, you know, endurance that I have because I run mm-hmm. and the strength because I'm working out, you know, those really came to the fore when they needed to come to the fore. Yeah. So it goes back to what you were saying, you know, if you, if you don't have it and that thing happens, whatever that thing is, you know, um, what are you going to do? Yep. And so, yeah, I agree. So faith and exercise is part of being a captain. Right? Yeah. So that's amen. And if you can work in some faith, if you can work it in, so it's part of your prayer life. Do it. Um, and I think you can. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, there's no reason why you can't. <laughs> but if you're working out, you're not a mess. That was the <laughs> <laughs> Well, you should have said it that way. If you're working out, you're not a mess. You're not an adoration. That is true. You shouldn't be working out in adoration either. So I guess you could go to the chapel and do some push-ups. Yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. You'll have an awesome day. You all be great out there. St. Joseph, pray for us.
song was uh, Full of the Truth. I wouldn't say that for some banter. Perfect. I was wondering if you wanted to drop into the banter. Should we start? You good? Yeah, let's start. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.